Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. So glad to have you. Hey, we're in Matthew 23, and Jesus is going to say some really, really hard things, grating things, things that are going to make people really mad and might even surprise you. So let's get into it in Matthew 23. So the scripture begins with this. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, okay, get the picture. Jesus had moved from one town on his way to another. As was normal, crowds have followed. Big groups have gathered around. So Jesus stands up to speak. He said, the scribes of the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Okay, here's what that means. In every synagogue, there was a place called the seat of Moses. When you read the Torah and when you talked and when you preached, if you will, you would sit in that seat and it was a seat of authority. In other words, they were saying that symbolically, they were teaching the same thing that Moses was teaching. And and the inference is they were living the same way Moses was living. So they're sitting there and they're on the seat and they're talking. So then the scripture goes on. So do and observe whatever they tell you, but do not do the works that they do for they preach, but they do not practice. Oh, so Jesus just says, okay, all these scribes and Pharisees that have been hammering me, just understand these guys are hypocrites. They sit in the seat and they read the scrolls, believe the scrolls, but don't watch their life. Their life isn't worth mimicking. Now, in the Jewish system, if you followed a rabbi, you taught people not only how to think, but how to live. So arguably, these people had gone through that process, and they had. So where had they failed? Where they had failed in taking what was said and putting it into action and doing what they were taught to do by their rabbis who were committed to the scrolls in the book of Moses as well. So here's how Jesus describes what they do because their life is so convoluted, their teaching has become corrupted. So listen what happens. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear. They lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. In other words, not only do they teach the Ten Commandments, which are hard to keep, and the other commandments are to keep, they added up to this point, ready for this? 600 other laws and commandments that the Pharisees had added to the law of God, clearly written in the Bible, right, or the Torah. They added 600 more laws and it was a burden, and they were doing nothing to untie it and get back to the kernel of truth, which is the word. So it goes on and says this, they do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries board and their fingers long, and they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi by others. Do you get the picture? These are people who have their big boards of do's and don'ts, right? And how they track their life. They love all the glitz and the glitter. They love the popularity they get. That's what they love. But they don't love the law of God. And they don't love the lawgiver who is God himself. And that's demonstrated by their life. They like the titles, They like the first place in line at the buffet, but they don't like anything else. Do you know some folks like that today? You know some pastors that really are intellectually adept and astute, and they love being called doctor, pastor, this or that, but who was the last poor person they helped? Who was the last person they shared the gospel with? When was the last time they made a hospital visit and prayed with the sick? When was the last time they counseled someone who was coming out of addiction? to the best of their ability. So the scripture goes on and says this, but you are not to be called rabbi for you only have one teacher and you're called brothers. In other words, he's saying, I'm not going to call any of you rabbi, you're brothers, you're a family. You're not an institution, you're a family. 
and call no man father on earth, for we have one father who is in heaven. Now, the Roman church calls their priests fathers. I've heard their reasoning for it, and I understand it. The only problem is it goes directly against the scripture. <laughs> so don't call anyone father on this earth in a spiritual sense. That's what this means. Neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, that is the Christ. Jesus talking about himself. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Jesus says very clearly, if you want to be first, you have to be last. And if you're last, I will advance you to be first. If you humble yourself and do the work of the kingdom, God is the one who rewards you, not man. I pray if you're involved in a local church, and I pray that you are, you need to be. I pray that your pastor models this. He won't be perfect. He'll make his mistakes, but you'll be able to see his heart and his intention. Does he revel in the power and the position on the platform? the platitudes and the titles, or does he work diligently to care for those who need cared for, to preach the gospel, and to love those who are struggling? Find a great church, find a great leader, and you'll be blessed for sure. Let me pray for you, Father. I pray all of us are involved in great churches led by great people who humbly seek you, Father, and to do your work. We love you, Lord. Holy Spirit, guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody, and we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.